You're listening to Enlightenment with Morgan Jane Campbell, where we bridge the gap between the physical and the metaphysical. Today on Enlightenment with Morgan Jane, we wrap up our talk on cosmic breath and how it can make your life happy and whole. And welcome to the show, everybody. I'm KC. Uh, this is Enlightenment. What? I said Yay! it! I said it! <laughs> I said it right with Morgan Jane. There are certain words in the English language, and enlightenment is one of the words that I have a hard time to say. We should change the damn name of the show. Anyways, uh, and we are back. That's exactly why we need to keep the name. Oh, so I can practice makes better? Mm-hmm. Yes, Make right. You eat your own words. Yeah, eat my own words that, that is hard to say. Uh, so today is part de, for those that... Dos. Uh, de, isn't de, it's French. French. Okay, dos would be Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, two, two for English, because <laughs> for most, those of us English speaking people, people. <laughs> right? Uh, for the breathing thing, so your cosmic breath. And last time we talked about the physical and emotional. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on on the emotional before we move on to the mental? Yeah, part of it? I, I. Um... Just know that anything can happen and whatever does happen, it's exactly the way it's supposed to. Um, Meaning in a like a breathing session. Right. Okay. All right. Because I'm so, like, I mean, we talked what? about how that helps, you know, mo- you move through certain baggage. Right. That, yeah. You know, and it can be released in an emotion and just breathe through it. Let it go. It doesn't have to. Re- you don't have to analyze it, focus on it, or even know what it is, or understand it to um, to let it go. Okay. Well, good. So, what is um, what are we looking at here? Like with the mental side of breathing, isn't that pretty close to emotional, anyways? Um, there's there's a, I mean your 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 emotional body and your mental body are very connected anyway. I mean they're they're two separate pieces, but they're also intertwined and interconnected. Um, so one it, it's just like everything, you know, one affects the other. But when we talk about mental in this, we're talking about the the uh, let's just get right to the physical piece of it. Okay, the physical of the mental piece. Um, it helps balance the chemicals in your brain. So that would be the physical side of the mental piece, right? Okay, yeah. In other words, like neurotransmitters and things like well, that. Well, the chemicals are pretty, you know, yeah. all, all that. Yeah. So by doing that, it creates peace of mind. Um, clarity. Mm-hmm. You know, people are, you know, go through the day and they're kind of, you, you sometimes, I mean, I have happens to me all the time i'm in a fog oh you yes know, you're just dazed and confused dazed. and you can't focus yep. and that it helps um clear up all that so it can also help your brain work more efficiently and your mind work more efficiently but yeah if we, you have more oxygen you, you're you're a little more awake you're a little more clear yes right so but also peace of mind you know helps with depression Oh, okay. 
helps with anxiety. You know, a lot of the anxiety is more in the body and the depression is more in the mind. So it helps both of those pieces as well. How? Well, it, you mean, which pick and choose here? How, what, which one? How does it help? With either of them. Yeah. Because it's balancing the the hormones in your body and in okay. your brain. It's it's just bringing everything into balance. Gotcha. All right. Is there more to it on the mental side? Um, it, well, without getting into the physical piece to it. I mean, you can... So it sounds like instead of the mental and emotional are connected a lot, it's more like the mental and the physical are more connected. And maybe the emotional and spiritual is probably more connected. Because um, even though well, we haven't even talked about the spiritual part of it. Right. But also um, when when I talk about mental, I mean, it, when you meditate, you're using your mental faculties. Yeah, because when, when this, I was asking the question, my brain was going, wait a minute. Um, Meditation is all about mental. It's a but it's also huge, spiritual. Huge, yeah, right. So it's all, as you can see, everything comes together as one it all ties in. unit. I mean, you have four different faculties that we're talking here, but they're all one. In a sense, they all affect each other. Right, right. So mind, body, spirit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, mind, mind would be mental, mm-hmm. body, physical, spirit, yeah. spiritual. And emotional just is intertwined on all of it. Because if you're not, if you're emotionally a wreck, you don't feel good. You can't think. Right. And you just. You can't function. And like if you have a lot, if you have faith in somebody, something out there, that's pretty much trashed if you're not in a good place. Well, that's interesting that you bring that up because... Um, well, some people. Some people, if they're in a bad place, their faith gets huge. And I don't get it. Like I said, I, it's interesting that you would bring that up. I don't know if I told you this or not, but it's a good point to bring this in. Um, I have a friend that just lost her dog. Mm-hmm. Her dog was her best friend, right. her... You know, and, and he got hit by a car a few mm. days, literally a couple of days ago. Butter. And she, that's, that's an emotional thing for her. Mm-hmm. But it's like a train wreck on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you lose something very dear to you like that in a tragic accident, um, a lot of things go on in your body and all four of those faculties not only was she an emotional train wreck and couldn't focus and function and, mm-hmm. and just do anything for herself, she also, um, we were actually in the car driving a couple of hours after that, and, and she broke down again in tears and and said that she, I, I'm not going to use her exact words because I don't remember them, but um, basically that who where where is God? You know, why would God punish her in this point, you know? In her life, what did she do so wrong to be punished like this? You know, why didn't God save her dog? And and I don't even think I believe in God anymore. She did say that. That's went from one tragic accident into I don't know what to believe in. Right. Right, so, to go from, from, oh, I believe in God. Oh, my dog just got killed. Uh, God doesn't exist. 
Yeah, I mean, you can relate That's, to that. I can, I can relate to that, but there's more to that. There's going to have more stuff that had happened to her in her life for her to have to go from just believing in God and having faith to her dog gets hit by a car to not believing. Way, put it this way. Her That's, dog was closer to her than her than her husband was. And, and as a matter of fact, this is really out there and... and she thought that her dog was her husband reincarnated in a sense that, okay, now I'm, now I can nurture you and take care of you. Wow. So this is how, this is the traumatic experience that she had when she lost her dog. Wow. I mean, I can relate to the whole not believing anymore thing because, but mine was a more of a, a series of unfortunate events. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of just shitty. <laughs> right. Yeah, Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, um, instead of Murphy's law, I used to call it Casey's law because it was just, you know, if anything could go wrong, it did go wrong. Um, I, I think we're a little off the beaten path here on the whole. Right. Thing. But, but the interesting thing is, had I have had the time with her that I needed, I should have said, okay, let's do some breathing and helped her through a breathing session. Because right. That's really what she needed. But unfortunately, I was only there for a short amount of time and had to leave. Right. So, but but that's why I said, hey, let's talk about this now. Because um, that's the emotional piece, but it also creates the whole dysfunction in the rest of the body. You know, it's it's the whole four faculties, the PEMS working together as a unit. Right. PEMS is what we're talking about. Physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. Yes. All right. So how about the spiritual plus side of the whole breathing thing for you? For me? Yeah. Yeah, because we can't talk about it for you because you've never had I've, it. I mean, I've done one breathing session with you, too. Um, the first one was more emotional than anything. The second one was not. It was just a breathing session. It wasn't. It, there was no, like... No, moment right, yeah yeah um and that's to say that it's not going to happen every time well and that's the thing with this <clears throat> you you get whatever you need at that moment in time no session is going to be the same and it, like no two sessions are ever the same and no one will ever have the same session that you have i mean like my my first one was really focused on my mind went to a friend of mine that committed suicide. And so that was really, that was basically me yelling at him, telling him he was a jerk, <laughs> you know? And so it was really, and I felt like I, um, had some sort of closure with yeah, it. Yeah. Had some closure with it, sort of. But every once in a while, I still get that, oh, just anger part of it. Um, and it was amazing. It was, it was really good to get that. But I th think that I don't know why the second one was so, maybe because I didn't want to deal with that again. Cause I, I could well, probably deal with it again. I could probably you... do that all over again and, and focus on that friend again, but I don't want to, well, I don't want to deal with that. And here's the thing, like I said, you're, you're going to get exactly what you need when you need it. So I mean, what, even if you went into a breathing session with an intention to, to deal more with that, mm -hmm. with your friend's suicide, 
if that wasn't what you needed at that point in time, wouldn't. you wouldn't get that. Right. So, although, you know, we, we completely focus on an intention when we're breathing and when we're doing this technique, it doesn't always happen. The, the intention doesn't always happen the way we come to would fruition like it, yeah we would like it to happen um sometimes it's never even like because i didn't that, that wasn't even on my mind when we did that right like when we started the first one i didn't i wasn't thinking this is what i'm gonna do it i just said i don't know what the hell you're having me do right. okay you were just experiencing yeah i was experimenting and i'm like all right cool let's try this out and i was just like what in the hell just happened yeah it was interesting but the second time, you were in a completely different space mentally. Yeah. Completely different. I think your your session the second time was more physical for you. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. Um, which it, you were actually going through some physical things. Yeah. Um, the, at the time you actually had that session. Yeah. So you got whatever you needed out of it whether you know what that was or not right exactly it's like me oh that's right going... i had just i had just started working out again <laughs> and i was really that's right. sore that's, right. that's what it was yeah. you're like let's do a breathing session i'm like whatever to get rid of the soreness in my legs because i can't walk yeah okay yeah i remember that and that did help some yeah yeah well see remember i mean when whenever i was doing this years ago when i would start um, when I started and for years, I would always focus on, um, the whole spiritual piece to it for me. Okay. I want my, I want my visions. I want to be connected to universe. I want to be one with the universe and the cosmos. That's always my intention. It doesn't always happen that way. How do you um, get to a place like that? Personally, it's through breathing for me. I, I did, I, you know, I taught meditation for years. I still do. Um, and again, meditation was the thing that, that was my go-to when I connected. But when I learned how to, to do breathing techniques such as this, that was what pushed it over the top. I literally, you know, I, the, my very first session, I, I think I explained that in the last podcast we did about how um, we were all connected, mm-hmm. um, and, and the experience that I had was just completely spiritual, holding everyone's hands in my hands, mm-hmm. number one, and number two, experience everybody's vision all at the same time, even though I, to put it in, in a, some sort of, um, way I could understand it, they would come in and out and in and out, in and out. But they were actually happening all at the same time. What? Yeah, the the visions when when I was receiving because when I get messages, you know, it's like when right. I get that download. It's like it comes in and out, comes in and out, and I see whatever it is they need me to see. Okay. And I hear whatever it is they need me to hear, um, and sometimes I smell things or taste things, and they're in and out like so fast. If I if I'm not if I don't find some way to grab a hold of it and try to process it before it's gone, it's, it's gone. And I don't know what it was. So in the breathing session with all these visions that were coming in and out, they, they, I mean, we only have so much time. Okay. 
Each vision seemed like it was at least, you know, five or six minutes, each one of them. Jeez. So, but that, that's my brain's way of categorizing things. You know, we have to put a linear sense to things in order for it to make sense to our human brain, right? Right, yes. So that's what my brain was doing. Yet what was really happening was the same sense of everybody's hands in my hands at all the same time. Imagine holding a total of, what did I say, we had like 13 people in the room? Something like that, yeah. 13 people's hands all in your hands. That's getting pretty handsy. How, I mean, just imagine the weight, the pressure, yeah. the immense, the enormity of that. Yeah. And that's what I felt. But and through my brain, too, having the visions, it was just in and out, even though I thought they were at least five or six minutes. The whole series of, of events would happen in, in each vision. So I'm getting this massive download of, you know, 13 people's visions in my brain. <laughs> How do you categorize all that? Why? How do you keep it separate? That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a, your brain can do amazing things. <laughs> yeah. Cause we only use what? 10% of our brain. I don't even think it's that much, honestly, but who knows? I mean, can you imagine if we were able to use even 50% of our brain? Yeah. I might've actually passed nursing use. school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, anyways. So, so yeah, it's just, you know, a way to categorize everything. It kind of puts it in a little file cabinet for you. And I didn't realize that they were everybody else's visions. I thought I was just having visions about each individual person until we all started to share our experience. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I think I'm Finally picking up what you're putting down. You felt like you were holding all these people's hands. Mm-hmm. And you thought you were just having visions about the person next to you. My own personal visions right. of each But it was one actually of... their visions that you were... Yes. Oh, God, that's strange. That's weird. Why is... Why? That's messed up. That's That's the spiritual piece to it. For me, when I say spiritual, I don't mean God. I know you don't, yeah. It's a, it's connecting to universal source, the cosmos. So the the macrocosm, you know, the microcosm, everything. It's being completely one with everything. I don't understand how to get there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I... I thought I had achieved it, you know, in my meditations as yeah. I was meditating and focusing on, you know, whatever it is and emptying my my brain and allowing the universe to flow through me. Um, I thought I had had mastered it until I added this technique to my toolbox. And it, I told you, it just, it just pushed it over the edge. Wow. I had a, a woman ask me, uh, the other day, we were, she's a yoga instructor, and and um, we just met. And we were kind of exchanging notes and experiences, and she looked at me and she said, "Well, well, if you do all this stuff, what is your what's your um what's your go to modality that you enjoy the most?" 
And I said, well, it's the breathing. It's the, the cosmic breath. And she looked at me, she goes, what is that? I said, well, you're a yoga instructor. So what I would tell you is take everything that you know about breathing and put it out of your brain. Yeah, because it, when it you're doing yoga, you do it as a specific way. When you there are yoga. different types of yoga breaths. Yeah. And they're all wonderful, amazing for whatever you want to achieve yeah. through that. But this is nothing like that. And she just kind of cocked her head sideways and she says, sounds really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that, that's the icing on the cake for me was learning how to do this and to be able to become a facilitator and then taking that to the next level by creating my own system around this and tweaking it to make it bigger and better. Right. So you're saying that someone who is searching to get connected to whatever, whether whatever they believe that they want it to be the universe or God or whatever, they can do that through this cosmic breath. Yes. Breathing. How does that work? I don't, I mean, cause I'm, you know me, I'm skeptical because I've had such a bad, um, taste in my mouth about religion and things like that. And I'm, I guess, would I, would I say I'm searching Maybe. Well, here's the thing. You, I, I wouldn't tell you that you're going to find your answers here. I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm, I, w- I wouldn't yeah, say, that, hey, Yeah, you this... would be insane to say that. What I would do is I would make you do it, and I would push you hard in a session. And I think, I think what we're going to do, I'm going to find, um, a friend of mine does a different technique, but it's, it's another breathing technique, dynamic breathing technique like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take you to one of her group sessions one of these nights. Okay. And we're both going to go breathe. Okay. And you tell me what your experience is at that point in time. Because I can't say you're going to get your aha moment of spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. in a session. It's something that you have to experience for yourself. It's something that anyone would have to experience for themselves. All I can tell you is what I know personally, what I have been through, and the incredible, amazing experiences that I have had over the years with this. It just, it gets better and better the more I right. do it. Um, the other thing is, the, I just totally lost my train. That's okay. <laughs> I was going somewhere with that. Um, I can also tell you that in the many group sessions and and individual sessions that I have facilitated, I can tell you the experiences that people have had. Okay. So I've had biggest skeptics come in and I mean, even just a Reiki session. I had this one guy years ago that was forced to do Reiki with me through um, a, a training program that he was going through, physical fitness program that he had to do. Um, and the and, and the trainer, you know, said, well, everyone who does my program has to experience two things that you would never experience. One was a Reiki session with me, mm-hmm. and the other was a breathing session with me. And I did them both with this group, and I don't remember how many people were in the group, but they were required to have 
several Reiki sessions and several breathing sessions. So these are like physical fitness. Yes. Goo, not gurus, but just like students. Yep. Like to be personal trainers or yep. uh, strength and conditioning coaches and things like that. Yep. Okay. I can resonate with that. Right. So, so this one in particular was very much a skeptic. You know, his brain, he's a, he's actually um, an insurance agent. So if anybody knows any insurance agents out there, they're, they're, they have one track mind, you know, focused on business and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was. And I, the, the first thing, I, he had his Reiki session first. And he came up out of that session as, what the hell did you do to me? You know, what was that? What was that vibration? What was that? Oh, man, I was seeing colors. And he went on and on and on. And I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, he had a great session. And he didn't smoke something before he showed uh, up. No, he didn't. Okay. No, that's <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like, wow, this was, this was before you, no it one, was legal when, and, <laughs> in some states. And no one has ever told me that they have had that kind of experience with a Reiki session. So completely skeptic. Wow, okay. that's funny. So you can imagine what his breathing session was like. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was pretty intense. Holy cow. That's funny. So that 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 would be my answer to you. Your question was, well, how do I get there? How do I do yeah. that? I would say you would have to experience it. Gotcha. So do you offer group sessions? Yes, I do. Hmm. And then just have to get a hold of you and talk to you about doing that. Is that correct? Yes. Great. Good. And it's... I travel all over the place to do group sessions. All right. So... All over the country. All over the country. All right, cool. That's great. Um, Anything else would you like to touch on? Um, Wow. So spirit. Okay, Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. Ladies first. I was going to say that the the spiritual piece to it can be whatever you believe in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to that because I think that's important. Because my spiritual belief and 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 uh outcome expectation would be completely different than anybody else's so it's whatever you believe in and if you don't believe in anything Mm -hmm. then hey everything's fair game right yeah the the world's your the universe is your playground so i i have had people who are very very religious and they have had um, conversations with Jesus. Jesus has come to them in their visions. First time ever. So, I mean, that's huge for somebody who, who believes in that. Um, I've had people experience being visited by deceased relatives, friends, and even animals, pets. Um, I've had people claim that they've taken a a trip with dragons (laughs) so uh, don't laugh i mean everything anything is possible yeah oh my god so dragons so it it depends on what exactly yeah It, it depends on what you believe in you're going to get exactly what you need when you need it okay this is a completely off subject that we've been talking about, but so I was, this was my 
pre... No, this was my... Something we talked about yesterday or the day before. Not not on a podcast, just our personal conversation. Um, when I was younger, when I was um, in my Christian days, I was at church. And, and I know this is going to make me sound like I am batshit crazy, but I remember wait, 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 you're here, talking to me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is very, very true. Uh, I was in church and I was noticing that they needed help doing stuff. Oh, you did tell me this. Yes. Yes. I know where you're going with this. And I am not one to just jump up and lend a hand at church. It's just not what I was raised to do. Not that that's not to make it sound like I was raised to be a jackass, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, the church we went to, unless you've been like assigned to do stuff, you don't do it. So I remember sitting there and I like audibly heard someone in my head say, you need to help. You need to become, because I was in, I was in a Catholic church for a little while and I moved to a uh, Baptist church. You need to become a Eucharistic minister, which is the people that hand out body of Christ, body of Christ, body of Christ. For those of you who have go, ever gone to a Catholic mass, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's when they do the, the, they do communion. Everybody lines up and they have their little snack. It's Christ checks basically. And, um, I audibly heard somebody tell me this. And I'm Welcome to my world. Yeah, it just that's the only time I've ever had anything of and I feel crazy even telling you this that I like literally heard someone say, Casey, you must help. I'm like, what the hell? So wait, I wait, did and I did. Did you do one of these? I did. <laughs> I did. I turned my head left and right. I was just like, did I just what was that? It's never happened again. And I did. I helped. I, I became a Eucharistic minister. I became a Knights of Columbus. I helped pass the basket. I've like involved myself in the church a lot. And then I left it. I left the Catholic church, went to a different one, blah, 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 blah. So now that I don't believe in any of that, what the f was that? What was that that said, hey, you need to help? I don't believe that it was God telling me that because I don't believe in God. Well, okay, so you did believe in God back then. Yes, so that's what I always thought. Oh, it was God that told me okay. to do this. Well, but, but then if I don't believe that it in God, what the fuck talked to me 20 years ago sitting in a Catholic church telling me to get up and become a Eucharistic minister? Who the hell was that? What was that? I believe that that was your spirit guides talking to you and communicating with you. Your angels. We all have spirit guides, angels, whatever you want to call them. Okay. And it doesn't matter what you believe in. They're always there for you, no matter what. Okay. They're, they're there giving you messages that you need to know at that point in time in your life. So, 
Mine must be on vacation in Hawaii right now. Well, here's the thing. You don't believe in anything right now. No, I, I, my faith in anything is, I don't, I don't believe in anything because I don't want to be, feel like I've been, I don't know, hamstrung again. You know what I mean? I don't want to, because, because I feel like the whole Christian thing for me, and I'm not bashing Christianity. I'm not. Okay. I mean, it's, it, and it was for me for a little while. And then I realized for me, it was BS. So I swapped. I just went, I'm unaffiliated. I don't want to be affiliated with anything. I'm a free agent. Um, but I don't want to just follow something to follow something. Because it's hard for me to, because I don't want to look at it in five years and go, okay, that was crap too. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I completely understand where you come so from. So I'm kind of, that's why I think I'm where I'm at. And I think the reason why you're not getting those messages is because, number one, you built up walls. You yeah. Have, you have walls built oh, up. Oh, I have huge walls. I hear about somebody like, like thanking God and stuff like that and I cringe. I literally you know, cringe. I, I see you cringe. I, I cringe. I sit there and I go, oh God, why are you so naive? You know? I mean, I have family members that and friends that I literally won't talk to because I don't want them to bring it up because I don't want to insult them and say like, uh, what you believe in is crap. It's not real. And, and it's also that it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not that y- you would insult them. It's about you. It's about how you feel about it. If you had, if you could get to a point where you could be, yeah, whatever, you know, that works for you, great, awesome, go for it and do it. You wouldn't feel that way. Anymore. I want to get there. I just don't know how because I am so jaded with the whole Christianity thing. I'm so friggin' jaded. I don't know how to get to where I'm like, oh, you believe in Jesus? Awesome. Oh, you believe in... Buddha? Buddha? Oh, Buddha. Wow, rub his head. Yeah, just like mine. You know? You believe in Allah? All right. Go Torah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I would love to be <laughs> in that place, but I'm personally going, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, and you're an idiot. I and mean, that's all your stuff. Yeah. Because you feel like an idiot. Yeah. It's not that they're idiots. Or even that you think they're idiots. It's because you feel I'm an like idiot. you were an idiot. <laughs> That's your own stuff. So how do I get past that? Breathe. How does anybody... <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I totally didn't see that coming. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I'm telling you that if you did a breathing session once a week for a month, something inside you would click. So you're telling me anybody out there that is listening to this that is in the same boat that I'm in could do your cosmic breath and they could figure things out. They they're, they're, they could be on a better path of finding what's right for them in their life. Yes. Wow, that is a bold fucking statement. That is a bold statement. Impressive. And I stand by it Much 100%. Impressive. That's great. That's good. All right. Well, thank you for. Yeah. And sorry to throw my crap. No, that's it, it's great because you just open it up for me to basically give you that 
that opportunity. Yeah. Now test my theory. Yeah. When I'm ready. Well, and that's it. You know, it's never going to happen until you just, well, actually. Well, the, the thing that, is. I mean, here, I mean, here's the thing. Stop for a no, second. Okay. All right. So if you just decided to breathe once a week for a month. Without any of this, oh my God, I want to connect to whatever it is. Right, exactly. Not even focusing on that. Focus on little things like your health, like your weight, like bringing peace of mind, clarity, you know, things like that. Simple little things, love, peace, harmony, whatever one word that you want to focus on in a session. Mm -hmm. Focus on that every time you breathe. That's all you need. I'm not telling you to go out there and have that like I was, oh, my intention, I want to connect, you know, I want right. to be yeah, part yeah, of the yeah, cosmos, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's not for everybody. Baby steps. <clears throat> Every time you breathe, <laughs> you're going to get a different session. You're going to get exactly what you need. Even if you were to focus on love, mm-hmm. oh, I want to find that lifelong partner in my life. I want to breathe on love. I want to, or I want to love myself or, you know, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You're going to find what it is you need you need, and what you're looking for, even though you don't know what you're looking for. I mean, because honestly, I'm okay where I'm at, <laughs> you know, in the whole spiritual side right. of it. I'm okay where I'm at right now. Eventually, yeah. I probably won't be. You know what well, I mean? Well, and again, even if you are okay, things change when you start to breathe cosmically. Things change. Things change inside you. Things change outside of you. Right. Mentally and physically and spiritually. And emotionally. And emotionally. Whether you want them to or not. Because it's the force of the energy that you're bringing into your body. Whether you realize you're doing it or not. Because you, you, I would just think I'm just bringing in oxygen. Right. Oxygen is energy though. But it you is being a, a martial is. artist, you know the chi, the chi that. that comes into. See, I grab, I do grab, I can gravitate to that. I do understand that about focusing your energy. I do understand that. Yeah. So. So you would get whatever whatever you need, and and again, people who I've seen people come in and and start from day one, breathing on something to fix their life. Okay, or fix where they are at that point in time. Let's go with the physical piece to it. Okay, I need to be healthy. They start breathing. They breathe faithfully. They do their one week session every week. They do one big aha monthly session once a month. And their life completely changes. Really? Completely. It's like you you get the peace you want with the physical part of it, you know, being healthy. You start your body starts to vibrate at a different rate. You were you're no longer eating the junk food that you were eating. You're starting to eat healthy because your body is craving healthier things. You're starting to eat the right amounts because it's not you're not starving it anymore and you're not overfeeding it anymore. Right. Yeah. Because it, what it does is it forces you to listen and pay attention to your body consciously. You're connecting with your breath in yeah. a conscious way. Okay, I get that. So it's changing your, your physical, your emotional. You're, you're allowing that baggage that you've stuffed deep down inside there to be released. The, the clarity and the peace of mind, the, the balance in your brain, you know, everything comes into harmony. 
So when that happens, the rest of your life starts to change. Right. So not so so one person comes and they say I want to work on my my health. Mm-hmm. Well, they do that for a few weeks and all of a sudden their life transforms into something completely different. No kidding. They've they've got a new job because the job that they had no longer serves them. They're meeting new people because the people that they had around them weren't they weren't they were toxic them. maybe. Yeah. I mean, and if you think about it, you become exactly like the five is five closest friends you hang out with, and you never grow from that. What if you're like me and you don't have any friends? <laughs> you got a couple of friends that you hang out I with, do. and you become exactly like I that. do. I'm so, I'm kidding. So, but my point is, if you don't want to be like your friends, you need to change something in your body. You need to change yourself. Yeah. And when that happens, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, I think, you know, you're, the, the friends around you start to either change or they go away. Yeah, I used to do that with, uh, it's really funny, I used to um, talk about that because um, when I did the whole Christian thing, I was, in, I was involved in one of the churches that I went to, um, the youth group. And um, I used to, do a like a word not a word picture but a, a a demonstration of something i would stand on a rock and people would stand around me and i'd either i'd say okay you're standing up here and you're standing on your faith and blah 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 and it's like and you know your friend grabs your hand are you going to let them pull you down or are you going to pull them up or are you going to let, let them go? go so they don't so well it's like it's like the analogy of you you you're standing on the in a boat, yeah, and you have twenty people that have you know fallen overboard right exactly, and you only have you know fifteen life preservers. Are you going to keep throwing the life preservers to the people who don't want them right, or no. are you going to save the ones who want to well, be saved right exactly yeah that's a good point that's the same idea exactly yeah, let go of the ones that tear you down, yeah. Yeah, that aren't good for you. That's like, you know, when your parents, I remember when my parents, there was a few friends that my parents did not like at all. They were like, I don't want you hanging out with that person. You know, same idea. And But you just have to parent yourself now. As a, yeah, as you're the only parent you have now. Yeah. Because you don't listen to your mom. No, so. I don't. <laughs> I love my mom, but, uh, you know. She's a wonderful lady. She is. She is. Well. So, so I'm going to tell you to breathe. You know, and if it's just to become healthy and whole, then that's what you should breathe on. Right. And so I want to throw out here, I don't, I, we're not doing the whole thing on breathing for you just to make a buck because that's not where you're doing it. No. No, not at all. But if people want to do breathing sessions with you, they can contact you through the email. Yes. AskMorganJane at gmail.com and they can get a hold of you through Facebook. Yes. And ask about the breathing thing. Yes. Okay. I will and, point them in the right direction. And you will point them in the right direction and you can deal with all that. It's not, like I said, this is not here for you to, you know, bring in money. It's just... Um, no, people need to know that the one thing in their life that they can do for themselves is to breathe. Yeah. Remember what I said about... I mean, it sounds so oxygen. silly and so basic. Well, 
It's the one thing your body cannot go without for more than a few minutes. That's true. You can go without food for weeks. You can go without water for days. Can you go without oxygen? No, like three minutes, three, five, seven minutes, and you're brain dead. Yeah. Yeah. You need to breathe. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and just breathing. Three minutes, you drool for a while. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes, you, you slumped over a lot. And I'm not talking about your day-to-day breathing because that's not... That's not enough. Right. We're because not just talking about, breathing, I breathe every day. Chest, yeah. It's not enough. You need to pump oxygen into your body completely. And, you know, you go to any, if, if you're having issues, physical issues, emotional issues, mental issues, and you don't know how to handle it and your doctor is telling you to breathe, then what do you need to do? Take Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, breathe. Listen to your doctor for the most part. Unless they're trying to pump you with meds, then they're just trying to make money. Yeah. But that's a whole that's a other, whole other that's thing. a whole other like not metaphysical podcast, just a whole well, other and here's podcast. The, here's the other thing I want to add to this. Um, even though people are on, you know, buco meds, yeah. you can still do the cosmic breathing technique and it doesn't affect your medication. No, of course not. It's not like sticking another pill in there and, and hoping you're not going to croak because it's going to counteract the other medicine that counteracts that medicine that enhances the other medicine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and this is not a political thing either. This is just how we feel because it's true. Yeah. Medications are terrible. Medication some, can some of them are needed. be a necessity. Yes, yes. But... but. <laughs> if you can get away with no medicine, that's then good. That's, that's even that's, better. I mean, I, I have a hard time taking a Advil for crying out loud. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that was good. I think we've covered breathing quite a bit. Uh, the other thing I want to touch on this before we go, or not? We we talked about the the benefits on all four levels. Okay. Um, we did not talk about what may or may not happen in the session. And I probably shouldn't go into this. Well, you did You did kind of touch on that a little bit. I think I only went into in the part one. physical aspects. Oh, in the, all in the physical. And the, yeah, and the because... emotional you, aspects. Okay. Of, you know, where you might have an emotional release. You, wanna, you might want to cry, laugh, whatever, all that stuff. So we did I it did in, all of that in the first one. Yeah, we didn't do it in, in this one with the um, mental, mental and, and the spiritual. But I guess we kind of did, and it's not as important, I think. Um Basically, anything can happen. I mean, mentally, you you might feel like you're completely, like the last session that you had, you're completely in the room and the physical and nothing happens and it's just blah, 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 kind of a lame session. And I did talk about my session that I thought was pretty lame, my one session in my, what, 20-something years of breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually was a very physical session. Ha-ha, because it yeah. know, fixed my, my fractured wrist. Yeah. Um, so, so mentally, I mean, again, you might feel completely in the room. You might, you might drop into a really deep, deep, deep state of meditation. You might be completely gone in the cosmos somewhere. You know, you have no idea. You might lose track of time. You know, you feel like you, you've been doing this for hours and it's only a few minutes. Or, or the, it's usually the other way around. You feel like it's only been a couple minutes and it's been hours. Right, yeah. <laughs> so any of those things happen. Um, and it's all, it's all really cosmically cool <laughs> that's good <laughs> you know? that's good and and again spiritually we kind of touched on that with the examples that i gave with a couple of people 
the experiences that they've had, like yeah. the whole, okay, Jesus came to me and had yeah. a conversation, or, you know, I, I, I met my dad for the first time, you know, I was adopted, or, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, so all that stuff, any, anything, whatever you believe in, it doesn't, you don't have to believe in anything. It's just, you're going to get everything that you need when you need it. That's so great. just be open to whatever that may be. Right, right. Well, all right. Well, that's great. Um, well, thank you for listening. And um, we'll be back hopefully sooner than later. Uh, and have an enlightened day. <laughs>